mindfulness mode. Connect with nature and know that you are home. Reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness here on Mindfulness Mode with me, your host and mindfulness life coach, Bruce Langford. Mindful Tribe, I have to tell you something. I have done something with my guest today that I've never, ever done before. I've talked with her in this pre-interview chat for more than 45 minutes and I've been completely drawn in. I absolutely love this lady. She has so much wisdom. She has so much to share and you are so fortunate to be listening today because she's going to share so much with you. I know she is. She has a, a rich story to share with you and she has incredible communication skills. She's just finished uh, publishing a book here in, well, I say here, but in, in North America. I was going to say, I'm in Canada. The books come out in the U.S. just here in May. And the book is called Dancing with Riches. It came out in France two years ago, or came out in French two years ago at least. And uh, so I'm so excited for you to hear about the seven steps to flawless communication, to hear about so much that she's going to share. I'm here today with Cass Thomas, an absolutely beautiful woman. Every aspect that I can imagine, she has so much to share. So Cass, welcome to Mindfulness Mode. And are you in Mindfulness Mode today? And I know the answer to this. (laughs) Absolutely, I'm also in heartful mode today too because it's been such a delightful engagement with you yeah thank you so much yeah it's it's just great to meet you and to talk to you and to to just I feel like I'm just completely um enjoying every moment of talking to you what does mindfulness mean to you Cass well it's being not just in a piece of your mind um, it's actually uh, expanding your mind beyond the judgment. Uh, thank you for asking that. No one's ever asked me that before. <laughs> so yeah. I love talking to you. Um, so it's not just a small mind. It's a full mind, you know, and it's expanding. You know, usually our minds are dealing with uh, calculations and assessments and whether we're doing the right thing or whether we're doing the wrong thing and whether we're being good or whether we're being bad. Mm-hmm. And that's still this polarized reality, right? Positive and negative, right? right. And so uh, mindfulness is expanding it um, beyond that maximum 10% and, and, and engaging the brain the body, um, the vibration, uh, and all of it. Yeah, Cass, you teach in your book to avoid predictable routes. And I know that in life, a lot of times we're taught to go with the predictable routes. That's what we're taught in school, you know, come up with a career and just make it happen and that will be you for your life. But yet you teach to avoid the predictable routes. Let's talk about that. Why do you teach that? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I did some predictable routes. Right? I, you and I talked about that yeah. when I first my, I went to university. I actually, you know, teenagers usually they're like, oh, they're resisting their mom and dad. I even thought I could run away. Well, I can't really run away because I will go to school because I have to finish high school because I 
can't go to college if I don't finish high school. So yeah, I can't do that. You know, so yeah. I did the predictable. You know, finish uh, high school. Uh, even though um, I chose, I'm from Boston, and I already started. Now that you say that, um, a bit being unpredictable because everyone who goes to high school in Boston goes to college in Boston. I mean, most people, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I was, and I had the awareness, Bruce, um, that I needed a larger reality than just Boston. I don't know if you know, there's 650,000 people. And so I did not apply to college in Boston. I applied in different places in the US and I, I went to New York okay. for the first time wow. <laughs> for college. That must have been exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and walking it so it was so it it was a whole world. It was a whole new world, New York. You know, ten million people. Yeah. Um and um and what I you know, the predictable um situations are things that only in that small portion of your mind um are available to you uh, but if you're willing to be mindful you know and allow your full mind your full being your full uh, essence to contribute to you you might make some choices that don't make sense to anyone like going to new york for you know college you might make choices that people are not in agreement with like not i was talking about you know the the hotel industry management and you know changing jobs and getting a new job and losing my job and getting a new job that was offered to me immediately and the fact that i didn't take it you know that's not predictable the right. fact that i then was traveling as a tour manager oh what are you going to do that for i don't think that'll that's going to be good for you my mom said but you know this mindfulness and you know that I talk about this. If we're willing to follow what we know, mm -hmm. you know, to choose what resonates with us, even if it makes no sense to anyone else, then what we're creating is what the world is asking for. I love that. And that's, that's where I was going with my next question, because you talk about intuition and instinct. And you say, we need to use our flow of energy in order to connect with our in intuition and instinct. So let's talk about how we do that, because it sounds great, but it's not always easy to achieve. Absolutely. And then, dance, you know, this is this Dancing with Riches that it was published in French a couple of years ago because the publishing company, Trey Daniel in French, was like, we need you to explain how to do things in a practical way. You know, it's about um, being in step with the energy of change. That's the subtitle of the Dancing with Riches, right? And using the access consciousness tools, which are amazing with that. And they were like, we need a pragmatic way to approach this. So that's, that's what I did. But if we are not, um, Bruce, what I wanted to say, if we are not following our instinct, we have regrets. Yeah. You know, we sit, you know, have you ever seen people sit there? Hmm, I wonder what would have shown up had I not chosen this, had I not done this i wonder what if i had followed my dream what would have shown up and how much of our lives then do we spend thinking about what would have happened what could have happened what should have happened had we chosen you know so it's better let me just say it like this it's better if you follow what you desire what you think or 
you know, get is going to be great for you. And then it doesn't work out. It's better because you don't go into regret yeah. that you didn't follow your instincts. You know what I mean? True. So, I do. And I know that you do some guided meditations for people, you know, whatever, you know, I do work with, um, you know, the seven steps. I've got the three steps, step into your life, whatever way works for you mm-hmm. to connect with you is something as simple as putting your hand on your heart. And if you're listening to this, maybe you want to go ahead and do that. Putting yes. your hand on your heart and seeing if you could feel your heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So often we're so disconnected from ourselves that we don't even feel our heartbeat. And if you don't feel your heartbeat, you can try your your wrist, your pulse. Right. And if you don't feel your pulse, you can put it, you know, on your neck and feel that. Start connecting with you. Um it's a it can be a very slow way of doing it. But if you're willing to slow down sometimes, you will move faster. That's good advice. Connecting connecting with you allows you to see your heart beats with a different rhythm than mine. So that when you, and, and we all are beating in a rhythm that exists on this planet, hello, right? Yes, exactly. So that when you are feeling you know, frazzled, not connected, take a couple of minutes. Don't forget to breathe. (laughs) Keeps you alive. Mm -hmm. And you can't breathe the wrong way. A lot of times people think, oh, I'm supposed to breathe eight times in and eight times out or whatever. Don't forget to breathe. But see if you can connect and just boom, 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 boom. It's a sneaky way to invite people, boom, boom, to connect with them. Mm -hmm. And and then don't look down, look up, look out. Because the moment you connect with you and your vibration, the world, the universe, God, Allah, Buddha, Shiva, whatever, yes. is going to bring and have manifest in your life who or what you've been looking for. And you will acknowledge and recognize when it's something in line with your vibration. And that's how you choose it. It's so simple. Yes. Yes. A lot of times things are more simple than we think. And that's why we can't grasp them because they're, they're so simple. You talk about transforming the negative into positive. And I talk a lot about your inner bully. So let's go there. How do we transform that negativity into positivity? Well, I love your questions, first of all. Can I just say that yes. you're inspired? Thank we you. Get, Thank we've you. got to dance. We've got to dance. Um, negative could not exist if there weren't a positive. Mm-hmm. It's just the opposite side of the coin. So would you be willing to see that opposite side of the coin? Right? Negative and positive, it's electrical, right? In order to plug something in, you do need for electricity that negative and positive, yes. right? So if you're willing not to deny the negative, right? Mm-hmm. Negative basically is what is not working for you, right? So you, what if you could never actually lose? You either win or you learn something. 
So what is it that you can learn from an quote unquote negative experience, right? That is a gift to you, right? For me, one of the things that is a gift for me from negative experiences is acknowledging, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna choose that again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. It's like, I'm really grateful for this experience because it is so clear to me that this actually doesn't work for me. So when this shows up again, with a different name, at a different time, in a different place, I'd like to be able to recognize it, even if it's wearing a disguise, you know? And how can you look at it from a different perspective and acknowledge it as something that is actually gifting you more knowledge and more awareness? And we talked about, you know, that a little in our 45 minute conversation <laughs> yeah. before that there's, um, there's so much more that unites us than that separates us. So when we are deciding that something is negative, how much are we excluding some of the gems and the jewels in our lives, you know, yeah. and what makes it negative for us? Is it negative truly? Or is it just something that if we were truly connected with us, we would not have actually chosen, you know? So without going into regret, how can you use that to your advantage? Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think what you've shared in your book is so rich. <laughs> Dancing with Riches is your book. And uh, Mindful Tribe, you can go to Cass's website. It's CassThomas.com, K-A-S-S, Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S, CassThomas.com. And I want you to order her book because she has so much incredible wisdom and so much life experience. And speaking of life experience, Cass, you be became connected to Access Consciousness a number of years ago. Would you tell our listeners, our Mindful Tribe listeners, what is Access Consciousness and what's this all about? Absolutely, absolutely. And then that's using this Dancing with Riches. It's um, on Amazon and also on the Schiffer Publishing. And uh, it's... They, there's a little clip from the book you can read on dancingwithriches.us also. There's a little clip. you got to check it out. Thanks for Thank mentioning you for that. Reading it. Yeah. But, um, you know, access consciousness is about empowering people to know that they know. So when you ask what is mindfulness, do you know what I mean? Yes. It's also acknowledging that you know, mm -hmm. that you know, you have the answers to your life. And what access consciousness is, is a question, is a question that is in a continuous engagement with you to uncover what you may not be recognizing as your knowing, you know, your knowledge, your wisdom, your mindfulness, you know? And I loved, um, you know, the first thing that I heard with access from from the founder Gary Douglas <laughs> and the co-creator Dr. Yes. Dave here. Yes, Gary and, Douglas and Mindful Tribe. You can check out his 
interview because I've interviewed him 436 mindful mindfulnessmode.com slash 436. Yes, go on. Tell us about Gary. I've interviewed him too. Because yeah. he when he first one of this when he came to Italy, he was staying at my house. Wow. <laughs> and um and we were doing um some classes here. The first translated, I opened up the language, you know. Of different languages for access because I was like the world needs to get this yes and um and really the question that access is um it's not the answer and I loved that he said that access is not the answer that's what he said in the interview with me it is the question right and what we do with questions and access is to um, invite you to have access to your consciousness, you know? And so, um, and you know, Bruce, for years, you know, even as a teenager, I never wanted to like follow anything because I was like, okay, if I follow something or someone, then I, I'll disconnect from me. I won't make my unique, you know, path in, in the world. And there's just, I'm really grateful for how many unique people I, I play with and engage with uh, with uh, access um, because really the way um, access looks at the world, something as simple as, you know, attention deficit disorder or um, working with people with autism or working with um, people um, and their bodies um, to get them to recognize that no matter what is showing up in your life, you do have something that's unique about you. And so how can we look at that um, in a different way? Is that, does that make sense? Yeah, so I love that. It, it's huge, it's huge. Um, and um, just, you know, something as simple as the, the access bars. Um, and I was such a control freak. My first bar session that I got, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. I didn't feel anything. Second bar session, I didn't feel anything. Third bar session was because a friend of mine was so um, depressed and had such a um, difficult moment. And I said to her, I'm gonna take you to my friend and she's gonna put her hands on your head and it's gonna get better. And she was crying, Bruce, 24 hours. I flew her from Boston. You know, I was in Boston visiting to uh, Florida. And after five minutes, she started laughing. And I was like, hmm, okay, I'll try it again. <laughs> wow, what a story. <laughs> yeah, and because often when it's about us, and this is what I love about the, the your invitation to people and what you're doing, and I just would love to thank you on behalf of the, the world, you know, for that inspiring people the way you do um, in your you, business. Cass. Thank you. And of course, you're inspiring people to be kind to themselves. And we're it's so we're so good sometimes at being kind to others. You know, my girlfriend needed my help. Okay, dun 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 charge. You know, and so that took me out of my limited mind and into my mindfulness and wanting to gift her, you know, some ease. 
And um, and the bar session did that, and it just opened up a whole new world for me as well. And yeah. tell us a little bit more about what access bars are and what that really oh, means. It's Thirty-two points on the head. If you listen to ever the Voice of America, it's my voice. Oh, is <laughs> that it? Tells, yes, it's my voice that says. Um, 32 points on the head, <laughs> when lightly touched, release the electromagnetic component of thoughts, feelings, and emotion. It's just 45 minutes to an hour. It, the worst case scenario, it could feel like a relaxing massage. Mm -hmm. The best case scenario, it could change your life. <laughs> Since my, yeah. And um, they've done, you know, uh, neurological studies and stuff on, on the access bars too. Um, however, the, uh, the thing that I love about the bars is a lot of times you get these treatments, you know, um, and you feel a little foggy, you feel relaxed, but you feel a little foggy with the bars, you get this, these 32 points on the head touched, lightly touched. People aren't taking things out of you. They're just, it's like a push button system. They're just releasing that positive negative, you know? And and just looking at everything with a clarity that, oh, that's an interesting point of view. And that gives us choice, Bruce. You know, if it's not like, oh, I, I have to do that because that's the right thing. Oh, I, have, I can't do that because that's the wrong thing. It's just like, oh, well, if it's not right or it's not wrong, what would I like to choose? What's in line with my vibration? What is it that I would that I can choose that would create more for me in the future? And that's how I'm living in Rome. And I was doing and being the Access Consciousness tools before I even heard of it. So when I ran into them, I was like, oh, good. I'm not the only one. <laughs> I'm not crazy. And that was in 2003, the first time. It's almost 20 years. Yeah. Right. And I've been facilitating the, the and I'm just as so, so. Yeah, I, I love I love the tools. Yeah, and that's and so interesting. So that's when I started working in bullying prevention and mindful tribe. You can tell what a tremendous communicator Cass is. That's one of her areas of expertise, and she teaches us to use communication to redirect the point of view to accommodate someone's ability to hear you. Hello, isn't that cool? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know. With communication, one of my questions, you know, I do the, the, with the seven steps book, I do classes on it. But when I do this seven steps explosion class, the first thing I ask people is, what is your goal? What is your target? What is it that you would like to um, change, improve, or um, ignite in your communication? You know, because when we're in communication with someone, if we're clear about that, you know, I'd like them to feel good. Okay. Be clear about that. Are you willing to do whatever it takes to have them feel good, you know? And they can choose not to feel good. That's their choice. But if you've done and been everything you can be and do, then you've done your job. And it may be like three years, five years, 10 years later that they call you and say, do you know that you changed my life with that? <laughs> uh, but you gotta be willing to know that you have been the greatest version of you that exists on the planet. And that's what the invitation is. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Help us be the greatest version of you. That's, that's really incredible. Yeah. There's nobody that does you better than you. True. 
<laughs> Let's talk about your three steps. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, and I'm sure you had the same thing. I mean, we're probably twins. Are you my brother from another mother? I Just so. tell me the truth. <laughs> I definitely think so. <laughs> you know, um, one of the things that a lot of people feel self, um, lack of self-esteem, self-confidence, they're easily um, intimidated. And uh, yeah, we, we were talking about that. And when this mindfulness, this is why I love what you're inviting people to, when you're connected with you, when you're willing to step into your life and be present with you, that is the first step in the three steps, step in. And so we have, um, it's a year long program. People can join for three months, six months. And each month it's a different pillar. It's a different topic in life. Because a lot of times we think that there's an area that we're not interested in, but perhaps we have some jewels and gems in that area that if we're willing to look at it in a different way, we can acknowledge them, recognize them, and it would make our lives more fulfilling. So anyway, the three steps are step in, and connect with you and acknowledge you. Step up and recognize some of your talents and abilities in different areas that you may not ever have considered, you know? And then step out, that's the third step, and become visible and audible <laughs> and hearable and in the world. And when you're willing to step out and be seen, and be heard, right? You're also willing to see and hear others um, in a very different way and not be offended by any of it. Because once you've stepped in, you acknowledge, like what we just said, that there's, you can't get you wrong. Right. <laughs> Sorry, you cannot get you wrong. Yeah. Right. When, when we're trying to be someone else, we're not or, you know, a role model or, you know, trying to a predetermined path like we talked uh, about. Your path is unique, each and every one of us. And over the years that I've been traveling around the world several times a year, I know that that's one of my gifts to invite people to see themselves in a different way. And the way they um, begin interacting is, is quite, dynamic and delicious and, and, and enjoyable, you know? And then I see them a couple of months later or even a year later and they've gone away again. Mm. And so I've always wanted, I was like, how, what would it take for me to be accessible to people, you know? Cause I'm busy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm always, you know, working, traveling, doing, what would it take? How could I be accessible to people so that they can always connect with me? And so that they can always connect with themselves because each and every one of us can absolutely pave our path. But this journey called life, what would it be like if you had, you know, people that accompanied you on the journey and you might walk alone sometimes, but know that, you know, you've got people that have your back, you know, 
And um, and so I love the the program. It's you know daily quotes, little videos, reminders, and then we meet up a few times. And I have some experts, and I can't wait to have you on there. And um, me too. I can't wait either. And um, and it's so gentle. It's very. It's a very different uh, approach. This three steps um, program, and it's and it's a it's a high quality, and so that's honoring the quality that we are, you know? Yes. And it, yeah. Cass, yeah. can you tell us about someone that has embraced your program and they've moved forward in a major way? It's made a, a huge difference for them. Are you able to tell us a story about someone like that? Absolutely. Well, you know, we start, we launched it last month. However, okay. <laughs> when people, and people can only join every three months. So July is the next time people can join and then October. However, the people that chose it chose it way before it started. Okay. <laughs> and already they didn't choose the program. They chose themselves. Uh, you get that? Yes. You know, I do. Have you ever done that? Have you ever, you know, chosen something and it's been an a recognition and an honoring of you? Yes. You know? Yeah. So um people's uh jobs and work has um, changed the way they're stepping out. They started stepping out already. I'm like, oh my goodness, I hope you have time to, we, we just meet up three times, two or three times a month, but I hope you have time to meet, you know? And some of them don't because what they, um, and they do get sessions with me included in that as well in the program. But what they were desiring is to um, get out of um, the lockdown, and I don't mean the COVID lockdown, you know, um, break through the glass ceiling. So um, just uh, with a couple of them, one is a, um, a mime um, from South America. Interesting. And he, yeah. And he's a, he's a, he calls it a clown that he's a clown. He's amazing. He's amazing. And he had stopped, you know, so just, and just in these last two months, he has um, reconnected with himself in, in such a different way. And he's um, he's getting out there and he's doing um, his work uh, again. And he started doing poetry and he's going to be start working with businesses. And, you know, because how much of a co contribution <clears throat> can a mind that's able to, without words, demonstrate some of the ways we get blocked, you know, and it's and it's comic comical. And um, an, another um, uh, person who's joined is coming out with her uh, new album oh. in uh, this month. Um, it's called Time Travel. Uh, coming out with uh, that this new her new album, a new uh, yeah. It's already pre-orderable on Time Travel. Nina Freelon. It's uh -huh. great. And um, an, um, there's um, a, a couple of other um, women who have. Uh, really expanded uh, their business and and are quite um, quite delighted uh, that they have chosen to invest in themselves, you know. And so they were asking for some work and some engagement. I mean, they they have um, work and engagement, but that they enjoy, and that's showing up now uh, for them. So. Um, I love that, love that. And uh, the, the guests in the, that come on, you know, uh, twice, uh, once a month, we, 
they come on, but they are also wanting to join. So, yeah, but we, you know, the first, the uh, three months at the moment, that's the way it's going because it's nice to have that sort of tribe, you know, people who actually have witnessed you and seeing you um, go through a transition and and to have that intimacy uh, sort of with, with yourself. And so I invite people to really, um, connect with themselves, step in to their lives, step up and step out and share their genius with the world. And that's what they're doing. And we'll see. Cass, you use the word dancing a lot. You use it as a metaphor. You used it in your book, Dancing with Riches. Tell us what dancing means to you. Dancing to me means being connected with your rhythm. And no matter what the music is, no matter what the dance floor is, no matter who the partner is, if there is or isn't one, the dance is always yours. Mm. The music may change, the partner may change, the dance floor may change, but when you are connected with your vibe, your rhythm, then you are recognizing what the riches are in your life and you are willing to engage with them. And if it's a waltz, or a tango, you know, <laughs> or if it is just a glide, then you begin enjoying the rhythm of the riches in your life. And so that's what dancing with riches is about. Yeah. And why did you decide to write that book? You know, I was, um, I was writing a book called Dancing with Riches years ago. Oh. And it was about communicating with you. And then boop, the seven steps to flawless communication popped up and it was a really small book, but this book was like, you know. And so I chose to write this book because I wanted to share with people, you know, I've lived in three different countries. I speak several languages. I engage with people, multicultural people around the world. I have um, the riches that this planet is, you know, that the, the, the many colors and cultures and languages and, you know, people choose maybe religions and, and, and things. But if we're not excluding anything or anyone, then we have such a wealth of accessibility uh, to really rich cultures and food and, and, and tastes and smells and, and, and visual aspects. And if we are willing to live our lives, not just exist and survive, but thrive, then even if we're sitting in our home, thanks to the technology, like I'm seeing you now and yes. hearing you and talking with you, um, then that enriches us. And, and it ignites our capacity, really, um, to fly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That maybe is my next book. Dancing with riches and then flying with the birds. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> right. Okay. Dancing and then flying. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's... Does that make sense? Did yeah, I respond to your question? Sense. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. Yes, you did. Do you have a story about bullying, Cass, where I mindfulness would have made a that. difference? 
Yes, I love that. I just wanted to say that, so I talk about, I share a lot of my experiences about relationship with self, um, relationship with your body. I've had a lot of experiences with bodies and my body. So I share my stories, relationship with other people, two marriages and, you know, mm-hmm. one still going, who knows? <laughs> it's been only been 22 years, but who knows? You know, my train, <laughs> it's, it's working for me. Um, relationship with money, relationship with business, just all those areas and how you can utilize the tools of access to create more in each and every one of those areas in your life. So that's what that is uh, about. And, um, you know, Bruce, I have experienced bullying. I've probably experienced some of the things that we, you know, even call sexual abuse. Oh, wow. Um, However, I didn't recognize it as that. Um, That's like converting the negative into the positive. Um, Because I was very clear about what I desired to get out of the situation. And it was always me, you know? Because if I am able to connect with me and to not diminish myself, then that'll be a contribution to the world. So even in the first grade, um, I was bullied by these two girls, you know, and uh, they, um, yeah, they would make me walk, you know, all walk them home too, and go around. I didn't really, um, I didn't really know that it was my house was so much closer, you know. Oh, I see. And um, and I was bullied in um, in my first years of um, high school. I went to the oldest public high school in in the U.S., uh, Boston Latin School. I was bullied by these girls, you know. I was a bit, um, and they would pretend to, you know, they'd bump into me and push me, and I wasn't willing to be diminished. I tried so hard to pretend I didn't notice it. I tried so hard to be really kind to them, right? But I wasn't willing to be part of their uh, their crowd either and because they weren't kind. And a lot of times with bullying, and we talk about this um, also in Access, a lot of times with bullying, if they take you into their group, then you start bullying people as well, you know? Right. That right. just was not what I was uh, choosing. So I was a, an amazing student in, in high school and um, I stopped them. I stopped them from bullying me. My, my sister's um, um, boyfriend at the time was a black belt in karate. Okay. And I said to him, how do I do this? How do I stop them? Because I think they're going to beat me up, you know? And so he said, you have to be willing to push them back. And so he trained me to how to push them back. And I was like in my locker and they were coming up and I was like, oh my goodness, they're coming up behind me. They're coming up behind me. What do they do? What do they do? And energetically, they pulled my shoulder. They didn't pull it energetically. They pulled my shoulder and twisted me around. And I screamed at them and pushed them back energetically. And they 
froze. They never expected that from me. Right. They never expected that from me. So what is it through kindness? Is it through demand? Is it um, what is the approach to bullying that you can be that will stop them? And it depends on who the bullies are. But if you're willing to connect with you and you're willing to step up and not be bullied, you may be even a better bully than they are. Mm. But not that you want to become a bully, but you unbully them. And that's what I did. And they were just blown away. And uh, yeah, and then they, they stopped bullying me. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Cass. It's very... My dad, let me just tell you, my mom, because we got, you know, put into, you know, they, they were like, you can't do that, you know? My mom was crying. I can't believe that's not who you are, blah, blah, blah. But my dad, he was had his hand over his face. And when my mom wasn't looking, he, would, he smiled at me and he said, good, because I thought you were going to be bullied in right. life. And right. you stood up. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, 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 yeah. I appreciate that. Because it is so important to be able to stand up. And that was the name of my first program when I first started, Stand Up Against Bullying. That was the name of my program. Wow. You are my brother! <laughs> I know. I'm your sister from another mister, but you're my brother from another mother. I know. Oh, I know. Tell I know. me, that, it's, that sounds amazing. I love that. Yeah, I, I Can just thought... Can people hear that still? Not so much, but I just thought I need to connect with the children through music and the teachers through music. And and I wanted to do it in such a way that it would be very unusual, very different. And I thought I've got to be, I've got to have an alter ego. I've got to be a different person. I'm going to be this crazy DJ and I'm going to go on the on the air and we'll go into the, the schools and I'll be, it'll be like we're doing a live radio broadcast and I'm the DJ. I'm this crazy DJ named Benny DL. I'm jumping around and I'm grabbing my saxophone and playing a tune and I'm singing songs and I'm, I'm really like this very unusual person who's a bit zany and a bit crazy, but I can be serious. And during commercials, I give out prizes to the kids that can answer the skill testing questions about bystanders and bullies. And then we go back on the air and I'm crazy again. And the kids remembered this program so much. I would go back to a school four or five years later and the kids were like, oh my gosh, I remember your songs. I remember your messages. And it was just a way to connect with my, with my audience. Yes. And also to invite them to connect, you yes. know, because music does do that. It does. As does dancing. You know, it's that is about being in the rhythm so that they actually um, get distracted from those just what we call distractor implants. You know, those anger, rage, fear, hate, blame, shame, regret, guilt. So they're, they're out of their, you know, fear. Um, stage because you have invited them with your you know what I mean to yes. to laughter and to um, music and to a, a rhythm that is in rhythm with them and so when someone else shows up there is not that diminished aspect of them that is bullyable 
And so, I mean, I hope you got that, that that's what you were doing, that you were inviting them to step up. It was very exciting. Uh, yeah, I created a whole new space for them from the time it started, the time the presentation started, the lights would go completely black and I would burst out and there'd be this spotlight on me and I'd be singing this song and and reaching out to them in a way that they're like, oh my gosh, what is this? Who is this guy? What is this all about? And I was able to just grab their attention from the beginning to end for some reason that I'm not sure of. I just, I just was able to do it and loved every second of it. Is it not possible? I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just get that that is a... Uh... That is a type of program that is uh, a continuity would be awesome. I mean, maybe you train other people to do it if you, and you would know, you know, who the one or two or three people out of a thousand are that could be that invitation. Yes. You know? Yes. I think we got to say, yeah, I think that because um, uh, kids deserve it. They really do. And they need it more than ever. And why are, who are the bullies? Have they not been bullied? And they'll, you know what I mean? They, they have. Yeah. yeah. Almost always they have. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So wh- how can, how have you changed the world and how can you continue to change the world? Great question. Great question. Cass- Dr. Dave here has that being you changing the world book. And do you know that May 22nd, I just would like to just drop this, is it going to be the international worldwide being you day? No, I didn't know that. Access Consciousness, Dr. Dane here, Being You Day, May 22nd. Ah. It's amazing. Being You Day. I did not know that. That's really great to know. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Cass, as we move forward in the interview, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. So just 30 second answers are perfect. The first question is this. Who's one person who has been a powerful mindfulness influence in your life? My mom. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let's talk about emotions. Mm. Tell us how, I was going to say how your emotions have been affected, but how your connection to your emotions have been affected by mindfulness. You know, my connection with my emotions is my not feeling badly about loving and being so sensitive you know yeah you want a quick answer so i won't i don't have to go on with that but um because i've always been quite sensitive and really thanks to the tools of access also acknowledging and recognizing that i can tap into what people are going through and um and you know my heart is um is my guide. Mm, I can tell that. I really can. My third question is about breathing. And we all do it. And you talked a little bit about how we need to just breathe and just do it and not worry about trying to do it a certain way. Do you have another comment or two about breathing and how it can be just a really positive thing for us? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, a lot of times people go into, you know, we have so many things, Bruce, that we can use to judge ourselves. Like, do you, um, do you deserve air? What a great (laughs) question. (laughs) 
you know, but you breathe it. So I invite people to recognize that, you know, you don't have to feel like you deserve something in order to have it. You don't have to possess air, like breathe it in and hold it there forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It's, a it's a continuity of flow. And if you um, sometimes are willing um, to breathe in the magic, you know, and breathe out any of your doubts about you, breathe in the possibilities and breathe out any of your blocks yeah and breathe in the gems and the jewels that being on this planet and alive in this time are and breathe out anywhere you feel like you're getting you wrong yeah. Cass I really appreciate your two books and Mindful Tribe do what you can to get your hands on them. Seven Steps to Flawless Communication is available in 20 countries and uh, a number of languages. And Dancing with Riches, which came out in French two years ago, but has just come out in North America in English in May, as it is May 2021 right now as we're doing this interview, Dancing with Riches. But are there any other books, Cass, that you would recommend that are related to mindfulness? Absolutely. Well, the May 22nd is going to be Being You Day. So Being You, um, <clears throat> Changing the World by uh, Dr. Dane here. And also there's a book called The Place by Gary Douglas. Um, and it's just uh, a world, um, a world of, of possibilities, uh, that book. So uh, I definitely uh, would recommend uh, those two books. And, um, you know, when you are looking for change in life, it can often be not comfortable. And, you know, change is happening. Sometimes it's really uncomfortable and a lot of changes happening. And when it's so uncomfortable, you want to scream, go ahead and scream because you're about to break through to have more ease, more joy, more exuberance and abundance in your life than you ever imagined possible. Wonderful advice, Cass. Wonderful advice. My last question is, can you share an app of any description that can help with mindfulness? Absolutely. There's a um, Who Does This Belong To app. Who Does This Belong To app. And um, it's, uh, you know, because <laughs> we have um, so many thoughts coming in and that's you know, our mind is full of thoughts as opposed to being mindful, you know? Yes, yes. And if every time you have a thought, a feeling or an emotion, you ask the question, is this mine? Is this really mine? Or am I just picking up on someone else's thing, um, thoughts? And it goes away. You don't have to do anything about it. You don't have to take a aspirin, even if you get a headache. You feel pain. Is this mine? Or am I just picking up on someone else's? And this app, mm. who does this belong to, is awesome. <laughs> I got to check that out. I don't think I've ever 
use that app. So I want oh, yeah. to try it. Yeah. Oh, definitely try it. Yes. And do you do apps? Yes, I do sometimes. Yes. Oh, I mean, do you create them? Oh, you know no, create I haven't them? created okay. them. No. If anyone listening knows how to create it, I'd love to create an app too with yeah. the seven steps. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's sure. a great app. It's a great app because you're you're thinking about something and your phone goes ding and you're like, ah, who does that belong to? Ha! It's not mine. <laughs> Next. <laughs> so you don't. <laughs> yeah. And then you're walking along and you're doing it and it's like a ding. Oh, is that a message? No. Who does that belong to? Ha! <laughs> who is mine? And so it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's I really got to check that out. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, Mindful Tribe, we've talked about access consciousness. We've talked about so many things and Cass has given so much wisdom during this interview and we've mentioned Gary Douglas who was the founder of Access Consciousness and also Dr. Dane Deer and you can hear Gary Douglas on episode 436 and Dr. Dane here on episode 438 so mindfulnessmode.com slash 436 and 438 now you're hearing another amazing interview from Cass and I appreciate you so much do you have any final words of advice for our listeners maybe there's someone listening that is feeling disconnected that is feeling some anxiety and frustration with life right now what would your words of advice be Cass what I would love to invite you to recognize is that you are home, okay? It doesn't matter where you are, doesn't um, physically, geographically, you are home on this planet. And if you're willing to connect with nature, right? If you're willing to allow the birds singing or the trees, or even if you're living in a city and you don't have that much access to that, connect with nature and know that you are home. And when you are connected with nature, people and everything on this planet is able to be a contribution to you, is able to really expand your zone of awareness and allow you to engage in a very different way without any barriers or masks or veils or resistance and reaction so that your body is more healthy and you begin to acknowledge what your magic is. Cass, I feel like we could talk for several more hours very, very easily. Your website is CassThomas.com. And of course, DancingWithRiches.us is where you can check out the book. And uh, thank you so much for being on Mindfulness Mode today, Cass. Thank you so much for inviting me and having me. In for, and thank you for choosing to be on the planet at this time. It is uh, a great contribution. And how lucky are we? <laughs> My pleasure. And I would say the same to you. Thanks for all the wonderful work you've done to, to help people in this yeah. world. So, And when people start stepping up, it is the greatest gift for me. Yeah. I can tell that. Yeah. Thanks again. Bye now. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Ciao. Bye, Cass. Bye-bye. 
Hey, Mindful Tribe, I hope you enjoyed my interview, my discussion with Cass Thomas. I really enjoyed it, and I'm sure you could tell that. Well, you know what? If you're experiencing anxiety or issues with relationships or having problems with your inner bully, well, you know what? Just imagine what it would be like to have moved beyond that, to be living with calmness, to be living a life where you just feel happy and content and, you know, things seem to have settled. Well, that's what I can do with the help of hypnosis. Just send me an email, bruce at mindfulnessmode.com and in the subject line put Cast Thomas so I know that you heard this on this episode. And we can set up a Zoom call and talk about how we can work together, how I can help you through hypnosis to get to the bottom of these blocks, this, this challenging issue that's holding you back. So, you know, I look forward to talking to you and thanks again for listening today. I appreciate you. All the best to you. Just take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.